All right, welcome, welcome, and happy new year from Civil Disobedience, a special uh, New Year's Day edition Woo. of the podcast here for you, as usual. Got your host, Josh, alongside here. Uh, have my co-host, Jordan. How are we doing, Jordan? What's up, what's up? Doing good? Yeah, yeah, so um, that's good to hear. So based on, you know, just it being the holiday season, and everything you know we thought it we thought it might be a good idea to do some sort of topical episode and um you know something that's always on everyone's mind this time of year especially when you go to a starbucks is the uh the war on christmas the supposed war on christmas yeah that they call it right um yeah yeah the supposed war on christmas right so just to give you, you know, a basic outline of what people are talking about when they when they say, "Oh, the war on Christmas," right? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, maybe even as much as ten years ago, fifteen years ago, um, you know, the world was a radically different place than it is today. Mm-hmm. You know, social media didn't really exist to the extent that it does now. Um, you know, where everyone's constantly connected to their phones. You know, always blogging, always sharing opinions. You know, always taking pictures, always trying to expose you know, the latest corrupt person or, you know, the latest racist or the latest, you know, offensive thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, since really since like the Twitter age, people have, uh, been very cautious of offending other people. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, the moment, the moment you do something that's not, you know, quote unquote, politically correct. Right. The moment you do something that, um, that's allegedly, you know, marginalizing or just offensive to, you know, a community of people, then, you know, the Twitter mob gets on you and jumps on you. And, you know, if a company does something that's, you know, out of touch, um, you know, people, you know, people blow them up on social media, you know, organized boycotts, organized GoFundMes to try to get like the CEO of the company sacked and stuff like that. Um, you know, I mean, you see a lot of the things that people say about a company like Chick-fil-A right, on Twitter, right. right? You know, a company that's very, um, very open about its Christian heritage and its, you know, conservative Christian values and things like that, mm-hmm. which, you know, for better or worse, right? Um, the company's been associated really with like the political and religious leanings of its CEO. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a reason why they're so popular is, you know, a lot of people still, um, still have those conservative Christian values. You know, I definitely know plenty of people though, who refuse to eat at Chick-fil-A because of their attitude towards gay people and things Mm -hmm. like that, which like is completely justifiable. I Mm -hmm. mean, they're like, (laughs) uh, boycotting you mean is justifiable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like if, if, if a company makes you feel bad, Mm-hmm. about eating it you know i feel like it's yeah your moral no i agree i agree for sure to um to protest it for sure um so you know chick-fil-a is kind of an egregious example of it just because like they're very outspoken of kind of in like a anti like about anti-gay marriage and that and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. uh, but yeah re- i mean the war on christmas is more of an offshoot on that where just to understand the war on Christmas, you almost have to understand what Christmas is itself as a construct. You know, obviously it's a pagan holiday. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it? Like the, uh, I'm not a very religious person, you know, so I it's don't want to. Well, it's not a pagan assume. holiday. 
Well, I, I don't know what pagan even means. <laughs> it's like you think... worship many gods, I believe. Oh, I thought I thought pagan just meant like, uh, like religious. No. Oh no, yeah, it's we, yeah, okay, yeah. When I looked it up, it says a person holding religious beliefs other than those of the main world religions. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's not a it's a you know it's a Christian holiday. Yeah. Right. Um. Anyway, yeah. So paganism was actually originally uh, used by the Roman Empire to talk about Christians. Because oh, really? I've heard it associated. Yeah, I've heard it associated with Christianity in the past. Because like back in the back in those days, Christianity was pagan. Uh-huh. Right? Like it wasn't a main religion. Right. It was kind of like a. It didn't really catch popularity until, um, you know, different things caused it. You know, the spread of the Byzantine Empire for mm-hmm. sure. You know, more international trade. You know, things like that. But the big, you know, the big, uh, the big part, the big thing that attracted people to Christianity during during the middle ages of course was the black death where you know half the population was dying right and a lot of people thought that you know it was it was some sort of uh plague yeah like a a, um a biblical plague right right? right, like like an act of god right Mm -hmm. like trying to eliminate Mm non-believers and things like that um so yeah i mean you know this one religion that said hey follow me or you're going to die essentially mm-hmm. burn in hell for eternity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, that caught on to a lot of people, right? Because, you know, a lot of it re- resonated with a lot of people, mm-hmm. um, you know, not going to get too much into the political leanings of the Catholic church or anything, but, uh, we're, we're saving that for another episode. A little yeah, spoiler. Like, coming but, up later. Um, you know, eventually what it, it, it was a, it was a deeply religious holiday for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when people talk about, the um, what was it the the attack maybe a month or so ago in Strasbourg, France, mm-hmm. uh, on the um, Christmas market? You know those Christmas markets have been around for centuries. Oh yeah, right. It's like a big deal in Europe where mm-hmm. you know people go to a you know a town square and listen to the carolers and go to the shops and drink mulled wine and you know just kind of relax and unwind during the holiday season. It's it's and, quite uh, nice. Oh oh, they're gorgeous. Yeah. Um, I had the pleasure of going to one when I was in, um, when I was in Europe, which was mm-hmm. great. And, um, yeah, it's just really, it's, it really is a nice time, you know, when, uh, for, for, for a lot of people, you know, Chris or not Christian, uh, Christmas has that like very sentimental, uh-huh. you know, you know, they call it the holiday season. Everyone knows that they're talking about Christmas, mm-hmm. you know, like you see, you know, well, that would be part of the war on Christmas is people saying it shouldn't be called the holiday season. It should be called the Christmas season. Right, right. So the war on Christmas is it used to be called, you know, the Christmas season. Mm-hmm. You know, it used to be you mainstream. Get, yeah, you go on Christmas break from school instead of holiday break or winter break. You know. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, even just, you know, a little thing of like going to a store and they would, you know, say it's like December 23rd and mm-hmm. you're buying Christmas presents. And the the cashier can't say like legally, and you know company policy maybe not legally, but yeah, company, but the, the company might have a policy saying yeah you're not allowed to say Merry Christmas mm-hmm. to the person. You know I work in sales and I it, it was it was a weird it was kind of a weird feeling right because you you was that you a policy to, at your company? Um, I mean it, it was implied. Okay, you know like you could say Merry Christmas if like someone 
said it to you first. Christmas to you first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like if someone wishes you a Merry Christmas, you're Mm -hmm. allowed to say like, yeah, Merry Christmas too. Um, or even, you know, it's like, yeah, not, I don't want to get too much into my job, but, um, you know, on like a cold sales email, you're Mm -hmm. not going to be able to say like, Oh, Merry Christmas. Right. Because God forbid you email the one person who, you know, gets really offended by that. They take a screenshot, they put it on social media, they put it into a group. Now, you know, where our company is uh, out of touch and, you know, racist and yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, how do, you, how do you feel about, you know, just people saying Merry Christmas and, you know, referring to the season as the Christmas season instead of the holiday season? What, what are your thoughts? Um, I mean, I think it's okay to refer to it as the Christmas season if, you know, I mean, regardless, right? I mean, historically, culturally, it has been the Christmas season. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that. Um, I don't think by saying it's the Christmas season, you're you're excluding, you know, people who celebrate Hanukkah or you know people who, um, you know, may celebrate any other holidays around the that that time of year, right? Um, you know, it's it's like if, um, you know, if I if if we're all hanging out and I compliment your shirt and I don't compliment you know, our friend Simon's shirt, right? That doesn't mean I don't like Simon's shirt, right? It just means I complimented mm-hmm. your shirt. You know what I mean? Right. Um, it doesn't mean Simon's shirt is the worst or that, you know, I don't like uh, Hanukkah, you know, if I say Merry Christmas. Um, you know, I mean, I typically do say Happy Holidays um, to people unless they say Merry Christmas just because, um, I don't know, it feels right to me and it doesn't really bother me either way. I, you know, I'm fine happy saying Happy Holidays. I think it pretty much promotes the same message from where I'm standing, but I'm not offended if people say Merry Christmas to me. I'm not offended if people say Happy Hanukkah to me or, you know, whatever. Um, I think that's great. Um, I like being included on, on thing. you know, if, if someone says Happy Hanukkah to me, you know, I don't um, celebrate Hanukkah traditionally. I mean, I, I have celebrated Hanukkah with, with friends before, um, but it's not part of right. my personal culture. Um, I mean, the, you could you could look at it and say it's different because, um, you know, I'm, I come from a privileged pay- place where, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a straight white dude and I have <laughs> a lot of power. Um, and so, you know, no one is really attacking me ever by, you know, saying happy Hanukkah. Um, but I, it's hard for me to imagine that, I mean, I, I guess there are times where, you know, probably, um, someone says Merry Christmas in a very pointed way to someone who they know doesn't celebrate Christmas and, and that's like a slight to them, but that's, that's, that's a, like, that's a case by case situation, right? If you're, if you're going to be mm-hmm. a dick about it, like you're going to be a dick about it. Um, mm-hmm. and then you're just a dick, but if you're not right. like making a point of being an asshole, I don't see the problem with it personally. Yeah. No. Yeah. I agree because it's like when you, when you talk about that person being an asshole, right? Like people can still be assholes. Mm hmm. In, in other ways, right? Like you might want to, uh, like, like, say, like say if you're that asshole and you see somebody wearing like a turban or something, mm-hmm. you might walk up to him and be like, "Hey, happy holidays, bub." You know what I right, mean? Like right. just being a dick about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it's very easy to be a dick, and it's, you know, people that are dicks are gonna find ways to be dicks mm-hmm. regardless. So I don't know. It just it just kind of feels weird, like you letting them dictate the policy, right? Like letting that like 1% of people that do use Christmas as a, or maybe it's probably more than 1%, but, um, 
you know, letting those people who like do use Christmas as a as a way to be, you know, a, a bigot, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word, um, like letting them dictate like the cultural norms, I think is something that's really dangerous to get into. Yeah, but but like, have have you really ever gotten in trouble for saying Merry Christmas to someone? Um, I mean, like I've definitely gotten like dirty looks from people. Really? If I say like, "Oh yeah, Merry Christmas" to someone, mm-hmm. like in, living in New York City, uh-huh. you know, it's such like such a place where like everyone just gets pissed off at you about right, everything. For sure. That's partly just um, New York City, though. People just hate each other. Like, yeah, and especially NYU culture too. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's just a very um, <laughs> people are very sensitive. Yeah, a very sensitive culture of mm-hmm. people. Um, yeah, and I mean in Texas, you know, I mean I I live in Austin, which is a a very liberal city, um, but I mean it's still Texas. You know, people say Merry Christmas to each other all the time, and I I've never seen anyone be offended by it. Um, people also say Happy Holidays to each other all the time here. Yeah, you know, and that's I haven't ever seen that be a problem either. Um, yeah. I mean again, I'm coming from a privileged position, so I don't have the the same experience that, um, you know, someone who um, clearly isn't a straight white man has. Um, so, you know, maybe their experience is different than mine. But in my personal experience, I, that's not what I've ex- uh, that's not what I've noticed being the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, something something else that I think is important to talk about when we talk about Christmas and the way that Christmas makes people feel mm-hmm. um, is that, you know, there's a there's a pretty strong belief out there. And, you know, some of it's factually, you know, like inarguable that this is really the case. But the extent to which it's impacted our sentiment on Christmas really can never be quantified. But, um, you know, the tinfoil hatters out there will tell you that Christmas only exists in its current state as, you know, a corporate Uh kind of like a corporate scheme to get you to buy more stuff. Right. Right. Like they want to make the holiday season in Christmas seem like a, you know, like everyone has to buy gifts for each other. Mm-hmm. Right. And like you have to buy Christmas lights, or, yeah. you know, well, so I think that it, like it, you have the best decorated house in the neighborhood and you yeah. have to buy a tree and you have to buy tinsel and you have to buy wreaths and you mm-hmm. have to buy, you know, little elf on a shelf or, right. or mention on a bench. Right. <laughs> um, and that kind of, so there's definitely some element of truth to that. For sure. I mean, I think probably the, the um, you know, the number of people who really celebrate Christmas as a religious holiday is probably shrinking. Um, you know, I mean, atheism is, is the fastest growing religion. I think Christianity is probably losing some steam. I'm, I don't I don't know that for sure, though. Um, but that's that's my guess is probably Christianity is losing some steam. Um, and that, that makes me think that um, probably, the, you know, the people that are um, I don't know. I think there's there's a lot of sensitivity on both sides of it, you know. Um, I mean, it's like we see, um, you know, you, you, we hear a lot lately about, um, you know, the uh, white people um, being worried about losing their privilege, you know. Um, and you know, we've we've talked about it in the past, and there are certainly, um, you know, white people who have, um, you know, very difficult lives and. I completely understand why they wouldn't feel privileged at all. Um, but I think there's also an element too of just um, kind of just being afraid of like not knowing what's coming. You know what I mean? Um, and so just being comfortable and having that privilege and being afraid of losing it because you're just so used to it. 
um, that I, I think probably is a bit dangerous and, and we need to work on that and say, okay, but in, in, in all, we need to kind of compromise. And I think that that could potentially be happening with this whole war on Christmas side, that, that, um, that the more sensitive side on the people who are saying, let me say Merry Christmas, um, that they're really, you know, they're, they're afraid of, you know, cause they see Christianity dwindling and, um, you know, not being as powerful as it used to be. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, so, so, so I'm sorry, what's, what's the point that you're making there? That... Sorry. I kind of, yeah, that, that was a very roundabout, um, way of saying it. I, my point is that, um, I don't know. There's sensitivity on both sides, right? So people who are saying, mm-hmm. um, right, that there is a war on Christmas, right? That um, it's it's terrible because we're not allowed to say Merry Christmas anymore, right? That that probably the people who are really adamant about that are people who um, who do have more core Christian beliefs and and celebrate Christmas as like a religious holiday, um, you know, the birth of their Savior Jesus Christ, right? Which is a really big deal if if you um, you know are a staunch Christian. Um, you know, you, that's a really, really big uh, holiday for you. Um, and so I think if you're, you know, a staunch Christian and you're, and you're seeing kind of Christianity dwindle when it's it's been such a staple in this country, you know, even we've had separation of church and state technically, but, um, you know, the vast majority of this country has been Christian, you know, since it's been founded, right? Um, so mm-hmm. I think if you see that slipping away, you're probably... You know, I can I can see how the, how you could be afraid just of losing that grasp because you're so comfortable having um, this country being, you know, as you see it, a Christian nation. Okay, um, so you kind of think you, you kind of think that like the the real sensitivity here are you know the people the people who are afraid of losing like their their white male privilege for lack of a better word yeah is, i mean yeah, know, are those yeah. people mm-hmm. are, are you know are those like protestants or you know catholic um like traditional like the, the people you think of as like traditional christians yeah and like they're afraid of losing their privilege because like they they, they just are and that's why they're pushing back on the war on christmas is because they see on they see that as like kind of like their like their like last bastion of yeah. conservatism. I guess almost. so, yeah. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, if we lose Christmas, then it's all going to go to the dogs. Um yeah, I mean, I would have to disagree with that pretty strongly for sure. Okay. Um yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to get into a debate right now about whether or not white male privilege even exists. Um but, you know, just Catholicism in general is, you know, especially with the changing demographics in the United States, you know, Hispanics are vastly just, you know, not, not, not to make a overgeneralization here, but, you know, Hispanics are much more religious segment Uh of of the population, you know, just statistically, Mm -hmm. you know, Hispanic people are more unified as Christians, you know, just as a demographic than, um, than white people or black people are. And, um, yeah, um, right here I found, so the Catholic Church is undergoing an ethnic transformation. So 25 years ago, mm-hmm. you know, 87% of Catholics were white, non-Hispanic, compared to 55% today uh-huh. in the United States. Um, and Catholics under the age of 30, yeah, oh yeah, f- yeah. Um, fewer than 4 in 10 Catholics under the age of 30 are white, non-Hispanic, and 52% 
um, are Hispanic mm-hmm. under the age of 30. So, you know, I think if if anything, you know, the United States might be getting more more Christian as we've been as we've been evolving as our demographics have been changing. It's if possible, more, but it, it, you think it's getting less white Christian though? It is getting less white, for sure, right? Um, that's just you know, that's just a fact. Mm-hmm. That, you know, America's getting much, you know, just less white. That's, you know, I don't see that as a problem. No, right? I don't like either. I'm, yeah. I'm not sitting here yeah. as a white person thinking that like, oh, we're, <laughs> we're, under, we're under attack. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. Uh, we're, we're not going to be the key demographic anymore. Oh, but no. You, what yeah. we, no, but do you think, do? do you think like white Christianity is declining? Specifically, well, yeah. I mean, statistically, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, more, you know, people are, a lot of people are converting quote unquote to atheism or finding mm-hmm. you know other other like different beliefs th- different belief systems you know a lot of people are converting to islam these days a lot of people are just you know like you said becoming atheists or agnostic mm-hmm. you know a lot of people are just kind of like losing their losing their religion yeah they're just more yeah. ambivalent in general yeah you know for better or worse mm-hmm. and uh, i think you know this this quote-unquote war on Christmas. I think that what you talked about there is really an important um, thing where it's like, you know, you, you brought up the point of, like, associating Christmas with, like, white male privilege, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, that's the way that a lot of people look at Christianity mm-hmm. is, you know, like, white males. When, like, that's really not the case, but that's just right. the perception. So people are almost being bullied. I would say in a sense to like, you know, we're now like, you know, 20 years ago, it was thought of, to, you know, if you were a religious person, that was like a morality to shoot for. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, you know, we look, we, we almost look down on a society as a, as a, you know, on religious people. Right. right. Like we look at them as like dumb or like out of touch or things like, you know, that's like kind of atheists. my point though is, is, um, you, you know, you get what I'm saying though? Um, that people are afraid that they're being attacked. Um, um, I get, yeah, no, for sure. People are definitely afraid of being attacked. Absolutely. And I think that does play a lot into why people are pushing back on it mm-hmm. for sure is like, they see this thing that used to be, you know, very unifying mm-hmm. in their country. Um, you know, regardless of what religion you were, like America was founded on the basis of religious freedom. Mm-hmm. We are a nation of contradictions, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, despite the separation of church and state, right? Christmas is a federal holiday. Right. 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 Which is, which just shows like how integral Christianity was to our, um, to our upbringing as mm-hmm. a nation. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of our, um, a lot of our laws and a lot of our, you know, just, basic structures are kind of based on like you know the ten commandments and just like religious tenets and things like that like mm-hmm. we, we base a lot of our morality in the bible i would say like just as a as a nation mm-hmm. but yeah i mean I, like i definitely think that you know and and don't get me wrong there's a lot of people that are like just racist and bigots that are like you know give me back my christmas right 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 um, but like i don't i don't think that I don't think that the war on Christmas is people angry or the pushback on the war on Christmas isn't people angry about losing their privilege or anything. I fe- I think it's people who are angry about 
you know, losing that like sense of connection that they had that are angry about losing that, like, you know, that holiday feel like, right. I don't know. Like something, something feels like there's a community. The yeah. Years. There's, I, I, yeah. I get what you're saying about a connection being lost. And I, I, I can see how that's scary. Right. If, if you're, if that's been a source of comfort to you, right. And you see it going away, like, of course that's scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess, I don't know. I guess what I'm saying is, um, it's not like you, you don't necessarily have the right for that to be, um, you know, to, to have that connection. You know what I mean? Um, like it's, it's nice if it's there, but you're not entitled right. to have it. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. No, for sure. If that's, <clears throat> if that's a connection that is important to you, mm-hmm. right. It's something that is going to have to be important to other people too. Right. And you're all going to have to like come together and keep that connection going. Right. You can't make other people care about it or have the same, you know, I guess that's what I'm saying is I, I think there is a lot of, um, you know, on the Christian side of it, people feeling like um, they need other people to, um, igno- I don't know, like getting mad if, if you say Merry Christmas to someone and they say Happy Holidays back to you. Like, I don't know. I think that that's just your own personal insecurity. You know what I mean? Uh, and I, oh, yeah. I think, I think a lot of people think of that as the war on Christmas, right? If they say Merry Christmas to someone and someone says Happy Holidays back, right? They'll say, mm-hmm. oh, it's the war on Christmas that's causing this. Yeah. Um, sure. No, that, that that's definitely, that's definitely, you know, a valid point. Like, for, for me personally, like... <laughs> I don't really celebrate, you know, any holidays either. Mm-hmm. Um, at least not like in a religious sense, you know, I do right. buy gifts for people, uh-huh. but, um, and you know, I like go to my grandparents' house and like, there's like a tree and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, if I were to ever say Merry Christmas to someone and they said happy holidays to me and I got angry about it, like I would be an asshole right, in that for situation. Sure. For sure. Like I, you know, I would be the bad guy for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you know, I'm, I'm not even opposed to, um, once we to getting, you know, to getting Merry Christmas out of our, like out of our, uh, business structure mm-hmm. right like i like for you know i want to be opposed to you know not having christmas commercials right uh-huh. like uh-huh. you see like the happy honda day sale and stuff right. like that um and like you know getting rid of like christmas trees on television and uh-huh. things like that i mean i'm not i'm not entirely opposed to the idea of like stop you know not marketing things as christmas mm-hmm. because at the end of the day right people are going to dick like the market is going to be dictating that. Right? Yeah. So like if, if like Christmas messaging was resonating with people and getting people to buy more stuff, then it's going to be happening. Would, yeah. Then it's going to happen. Right. Um, if Christmas messaging isn't resonating with people or if it's pissing people off, then it's not going to happen and you're mm-hmm. going to switch to like the happy holidays. And if happy holidays is pissing people off, then you're just going to abandon the holidays altogether, right? Right. So exactly. I guess that's that, that's what's all that's what's kind of scary about it to me is like it, you know. And forgive me if I'm wrong here, but it <clears throat> it almost seems like the tyranny of the minority, right? Like <laughs> not minority in like the like demographic sense, but the you know minority in the sense of like 
you know, a, a small few people are really angry mm-hmm. about like Christmas. Mm-hmm. So they're, you know, there was a joke on Family Guy a long time ago when like something bad happened at the Oscars, like someone told like a like a dirty joke or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then the FCC got it was like seven calls. And then like the guy's sitting there like at the, as the chairman of the FCC and he's like, sir, we got seven calls about the David Hyde Pierce incident at the Oscars last night. And as you know, one call equals a billion people. So seven <laughs> billion people uh-huh. are outraged about it right right um like that's almost what it seems like it is to me because it's like i i've never met anybody who's like uh yeah hate christmas i i'm so glad that we're not saying merry christmas anymore right christmas yeah is terrible christmas yeah. you know christmas was religion of the colonizers and you know right. we went down with christmas and uh-huh. down with america right like i've never yeah i, I haven't I either say, i've never met anyone like that but i've never met anyone who specifically used christmas as an example mm-hmm. of you know something that was like evil and we needed right. to stop saying merry christmas to people so i think it's just like a small a small group of people who got really really angry mm-hmm. and just really um you know stirred up a bunch of sentiment on social media and now we don't say merry christmas anymore right right and is that is that the is, is that how we want to dictate you know, our, our no, I, I, I agree. I mean, I, I think you, I think we don't not say Merry Christmas and we still say Merry Christmas. I mean, I still hear Merry Christmas. I still say Merry Christmas to people, but, mm-hmm. um, I, I agree that, yeah, that's not how we should dictate. I mean, that's, that's basically the exact same point I was making on the other end is that I think it's a small minority of people, um, who are being very vocal and, um, saying, you know, we're destroying Christmas. Um, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And no, definitely. Yeah. And so I think, I mean, that's what this whole podcast is about is finding the middle ground, right? And and looking beyond the extremes on both ends of people who are really just being overly sensitive on, on either end, you know what I mean? And trying to find the middle ground and, and look at what the real issue actually is or if there even is an issue, right? And I mean, in this mm-hmm. case, I personally don't really think there is an issue. I think um, we're going to be all right either way. Like, even if we stop saying Merry Christmas, I think we're going to be fine. If everyone says Merry Christmas, I think we're going to be all right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think this is something we need to like really concern ourselves with as a nation. Um, I mean, you and I are talking about it because it's it's something that um, you know gets talked about. Um, but we're, we're, what you know, what you and I want to do is dispel the the rumor on both ends that this is a huge battle, right? Which is, I guess, what we're trying to do with this podcast in general is is you know find these problems and say, look, yeah, there is a really vocal uh, group of people who have this really strong belief and on the other end there's this really vocal group of people who have this really strong belief and both of them are fucking crazy at the end of the day and um you know really we need to kind of band together and just talk and and not just like mudsling and say no i'm on this side that's crazy or no i'm on this side that's crazy you know Mm mm-hmm Oh, for sure. And I don't um, I don't mean that every issue, right, is is some is someone being sent. Like there are there are really big issues that we need to talk about, right? And and that that are um, you know, can be dividing. But I think um, you know, it, we if, if we can talk about those, right? And and not worry about these these non-issues for the most part, right? Then we can actually focus on those real issues and actually really talk about them instead of just like slinging mud at each other. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess I would, uh, 
Uh, I would disagree with the fact with with the point that like it's not a problem or like it's not an issue that warrants discussion, right? I mean, we decided to to discuss it for to discuss it for a reason. Uh huh. Um, you know, as I mentioned to you before the podcast, I think that it's kind of a you know kind of it an, an offshoot of a larger problem, right? Where we are letting this like small group, you know, the Twitter mafia, the mm-hmm. social justice warriors, where we're letting them dictate the national discourse. Right. And we're, ta- we're tailoring everything to them for fear of being afraid, uh-huh. you know, or for, for, for fear of being, you know, crucified, uh-huh. right. For, for lack of a better term, uh, for, you know, saying something insensitive or doing something insensitive when like at the end of the day, like, when you say Merry Christmas to someone, who does that hurt? Right. You know, does, and like, if you have good really... intentions behind that, like. Exactly. Exactly. Like you said at the beginning of the podcast, right? Like if you say Merry Christmas to somebody in like a pointed way, mm-hmm. like being a jerk about it, like, yeah, of course you deserve to be ostracized. Like you're an asshole yeah. for being like religiously intolerant and trying to make somebody feel uncomfortable, right? Like you don't mm-hmm. know that person's life. Like maybe that person's like an immigrant and they just moved here from, I don't know, Syria. And, you know, it's their first, you know, they're, like they're, you know. Even if they're not, like, even if they're just like some dude walking down the street and wearing a yarmulke and you go up and you're like, Merry Christmas, buddy. Like you're yeah. still a fucking asshole. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, for sure. Absolutely. Um, like, you're being an asshole, and mm-hmm. you deserve to be, you know, you deserve to be ostracized. I mean, re- regardless, that person's, you know, bigotry is going to probably be exposed a hundred other times throughout the course right. of that day. Right. right? Like, they're, you know, they're going to say something, like, rude to, you know, their cashier uh-huh. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's just one example another. of how they're yeah. an asshole. Exactly. Exactly. Um but I think that's that's really a, minor, a minority mm-hmm. of people. Right? I think like so, too, the, yeah. I think that there's a huge misconception that most of white America is, like, racist mm-hmm. and evil and, like, yeah. I and will, a bunch of bigots, a bunch of, Christ, a bunch of Christians sitting on their front porch with a shotgun. Yeah. No, I really like don't Christ- think – I really think the vast majority of people are, are genuinely caring people who really want to do good in the world. Um, I mean, I will I – will, I think it is important to say that I do have – a limited view of it because I am in a very privileged position. And so I'm sure I do get treated better than, than people who are not in such a privileged position and they might have a better view of how much, um, you know, attacking there is going on. Right. Um, I think that's important to notice too, but I really do believe that, you know, at the end of the day, most people are genuinely good people who really want everyone to succeed, everyone to be happy and to do well. Um, and I think a lot of, you know, I think there probably is ignorance that's causing some of the, um, you know, the, the the bashing of people, the bullying. Um, and that's something that we need to work on. But I don't think it necessarily makes those people irredeemable as humans, you know. Um, and I mean, that's easy for me to say because I'm not on the uh, on the receiving end of it. But I think, you know, if we can really get to the core of it, th- these are people who can be reached and... Um, you know, can be talked to and made to understand, you know, what, you know, how uh, to actually treat people. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I guess, you know, the, the point, the point that I was trying to get at before was just that like, <clears throat> you know, we let, 
we let this like small population of people that are really angry about stuff, you know, scare the other 90% of people, 95% of people into listening to them for fear of like inciting the Twitter mob. Right. Mm -hmm. And then like, like that, that's how things go these days, dude. It's like, you know, you, someone says like something like mildly distasteful in a tweet from like 2009. Uh And then it gets, you know, it gets when that person becomes, you know, somebody in the public in the public eye. Right. So like Kyler Murray, for example, just won the Heisman trophy at Oklahoma. Right. And, um, right after he won the Heisman trophy, someone dug up a bunch of tweets from like 2011 when he was like 14 Mm -hmm. calling, like calling people like faggots or something. Or like just making like gay jokes uh-huh. and stuff like that, right? And it's like this is like a fourteen-year-old kid in Oklahoma, right? Right. right? Like, yeah. No, I mean, I I'm not proud to admit this, but um, you know, I mean, I grew up in a very conservative area, and um, you know, a lot of my first exposure to the idea of homosexuality was that it was a bad thing, right? I mean, my parents didn't express mm-hmm. that to me, but a lot of the culture that was around me did express that, and of course, you know, I made gay jokes and I. Um, you know, thought it was weird and, um, you know, whatever. And I would make comments about that. Um, but that's from my limited perspective. And I'm not, I'm not saying that it's okay that I did that, but it doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't destroy me as a person. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean that because I was, you know, a 13 year old kid, um, who didn't understand and was, you know, partly just being a 13 year old kid who are a lot of the times assholes anyway. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, um, and, and just having that limited perspective where that was what I was taught, you know what I mean? Um, people are allowed to learn. People learn and grow. Um, I mean, Obama was against gay marriage, and he's the dude who, you know, he was in office and championed uh, the legalization of gay marriage, right? Um, would Should we have <laughs> just said that he was a homophobe and been like, no, you can't legalize gay marriage because you said before that you didn't want gay people to get married. Right. If we'd done that, we wouldn't have gay marriage as a as a legal thing right now. Mm hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think the, the way I look at the war on Christmas is it, I think it's just people searching for something to be offended about. Uh huh. Honestly, like I think that if someone, you know, and there's definitely isolated cases where like the scenario isn't true. Mm-hmm. But if you're the type of person who like you see a Christmas ad like, you you know, you see, like I said, like the, the happy Honda Days sales event right. on TV uh-huh. and then you get pissed off and uh, you happen to be like a journalist for like the Atlantic uh-huh. or something. So you go on, you write this like 20 page blog post about how, you know, the happy holidays is the same as Christmas and, you know, like festivity is racist and like happiness is racist (laughs) and you know we're all being we're all being oppressed by like the capitalist machine of the holiday season Mm -hmm. and then like a but you know and you stir up a bunch of like storm on social media i think that you're just projecting your insecurity onto other people oh for sure and you're trying to get a rise out of everyone else right you're trying to um build yourself it's like people who um, you know, we talked in our social media episode, people who, you know, really just trying to get likes. That's that person just trying to get attention and get likes, basically. Right. They want their story to go viral and get attention. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and not even like trying to get attention. Like, I think like at the end of the day, like that's probably like a very unhappy person mm-hmm. who like 
needs to look internally and maybe, you know, they don't have any joy in their life. Mm -hmm. And that's why they're like trying to take other people's is because they like see other people being happy Mm -hmm. around the holidays. And like, I don't know, maybe like they have a fucked up family situation or something. So the holidays like, you know, are kind of triggering for them Mm -hmm. or maybe, you know, they're just an asshole, an asshole and they pushed everybody away. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, now they have no one to celebrate the holidays with. Um, or, you know, maybe like whatever the reason might be. I think it's just people searching for something to get offended about. Mm -hmm. And, um, (laughs) I'm sorry, my throat's really sore here. No worries. I'm trying to power, I'm trying to power through this for you, America. Um, but does, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it does. And I agree. Um, you know, I think, I think that's a lot of, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I was saying. I I think that's happening on both ends, right? People are getting Mm -hmm. overly sensitive. Um, on, on issues like this. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's so, sorry. That was the point that I was getting at there. Um, I got, I got distracted by my coughing. So yeah, I think that, I think that the problem with it though is like, you know, there's only like 5% of people that are actually pissed off, mm-hmm. but like the vast majority of people, I would say like 75% of people are going to want to like be on the right side. Uh-huh. Right. Like, you know, so like they don't want to incite the anger of people. Right. And like they see all these people, you know, 5% of people is a lot of people, right? Uh-huh. If, if right. they're like yeah. posting about shit constantly, like that's, you know, that's, that's going to take up a lot of space in your timeline. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're going to see, and the people that are engaging with it are going to be also like similarly pissed off, right? So like you're going to see, oh, wow, like everyone's really pissed off. Like everyone's really mad at Christmas right now. I should be mad at Christmas too. Mm-hmm. And then like now you jump on the, the war on Christmas, right? Right. And and you, you know, yell at the cashier for giving you a, a like a Christmas cup. And you right. say, no, this needs to be a red cup with no with no snowflakes, uh-huh. no tinsel. You know, don't it better not say Merry Christmas on it. Better not say Happy Holidays. Better just, you know, I, I don't even want a red cup. Just give me the normal cup. There's nothing different about December 25th. It's right. Just another day. Uh-huh. Right. Um, like, I think that that's that's what like that's really the root issue here is like, yeah, art, is it a small issue in the sense that like not that many people are genuinely pissed off? Yes. But I think it's a much, much, much larger issue because like, because we're just jumping behind. To... Yeah. Cause people are just jumping behind these, these people who are very vocal instead yeah. of looking internally and, and deciding how they feel about it themselves. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like, you know what I mean? It's not even like, oh, I don't have a dog in this fight, so I'm just going to ignore it. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, like I don't want to be, you know, the, I guess the the lightning rod, uh-huh. right? Or, or like for for all of this anger, right? Like uh-huh. I don't want to be the target of all these people, so it, I might, you know, I'm going to get behind them, even if I don't actually care about the issue. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pretend to care mm-hmm. because, you know, going back to you know, like we were talking about on social media, you know, if the people, the people that are angry and the people that are pissed off and the people that, you know, self-victimize and try to blame other people and, like, expose other people, those are the people that are really popular on social media. Right. Right? So, like, we all crave we all crave that dopamine hit from getting, like, likes and retweets and connections mm-hmm. from people on social media. So, like, we're going to change ourselves to fit the tyranny of the minority. Yeah. Right? Like, if 5% of people are pissed off, 75% of people, maybe 50% of people are going to join those 50, those 5% of people. Right. And now 
you have 75% of people are pissed, are really pissed off. Right. Right. And now it's, now it's a big issue. Right. And America loves a fight. I've seen that happen. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say America loves a fight. I mean, probably everyone, you know, it might be just a human thing. We love fights. You know what I mean? Um, and I mean, (laughs) you see on social media all the time, you know, there's, you know, those memes, the, you know, people post, they're just like, oh, I'm just here for the comments. Right. They just want to watch people go back and forth and destroy each other and be assholes to each other. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, I'm guilty of that. I see people having an argument on social media. I'm going to scroll, scroll through all the comments and be like, Haha, look at that. That person's an oh, asshole. I that person's an idiot. Yeah. Right? Uh, we all do. But I think it, it involves us all in that fight then, right? And then you feel like you have to choose a side um, when you really don't have to choose a side, you know? You can look and say, oh, these people are both being idiots. Or, you know, mm-hmm. maybe both these people actually have a, have a point. Um, mm-hmm. But you have to make your own decision, right? You can't just jump on one of their sides. Yeah. Oh, definitely. No. Um, that's what I was going to say. It's like whenever I see those types of things, like mm-hmm. I just laugh at everyone involved. Right. Exactly. Because I'm just like, guys, 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 just, let's just relax here for a second. Uh-huh. You know, it's, it's not that big a deal. You know, the well, Starbucks I think, cashier. Yeah. Isn't, but people but when you're having a fight, you want to involve everyone else in it, too. Like that's part of it because you're trying to get support. Right. So. Yep. Like you see on on like these these strings of um, on these threads where people are having these arguments, someone will jump in and be like trying to defuse it, right, or whatever, and then they'll get attacked, and then all of a sudden they're part of the fight too, right? So that's what's happening, I think, on a larger scale with these things like the war on Christmas. Is you know someone tries to jump in and defuse it, they get attacked, and now they're part of the fight too, right? And so then that's just that just expands and bubbles out further and further and further until we're we're all part of this, right? When really it was just a small issue between these two people who really like it it's not it's something that you know we should all be concerned about mm-hmm. yeah um yeah i mean that's <laughs> <coughs> sorry man throat's really <laughs> killing me here yeah um, drink some water man no yeah i have i have a little i have, I have a drink right here Try, like i said trying to power through it uh-huh so i don't know i i think it's I think it's just really dangerous, Jordan. I, I mm-hmm. think it's really dangerous. You know, I mean, like Christmas. Christmas might not even be the best example of this, but like, you, you see it. You see it happen in almost any any issue these days mm-hmm. is becoming like. You know, if if you're not if you're not on like this one particular side, mm-hmm. then you're immediately labeled as a bigot, as a racist, as a homophobe. Right. You know, and now you're you know now you're the bad guy mm-hmm. right so like no one wants to be the bad guy mm-hmm. right so like you're either gonna stay silent about your beliefs or you're gonna join the twitter mob right it's it's very it's very hard to stick up for yourself right these days yeah on social media. so it just looks like everyone's part of this fight too right because because yeah. if you jump in right and put your opinion you're gonna be attacked and you're gonna join the fight um, you're going to be forced to join the fight, right? So we're not mm-hmm. seeing these people who, um, you know, don't align themselves with either side, right? Because they just don't want to say anything because they're, you know, inevitably going to be pulled into a side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's um, that's that's one thing that we talk about in this country a lot is, um, you know, the silent majority, mm-hmm. right? Like the people, you know, like I, like I said, like if 5% of people are really pissed off, about one thing, five percent of p- 
people are on the other side. The right. other 90% don't really give a fuck. They're just right. going about their day trying to make ends meet, you know, going mm-hmm. to going to work, commuting, you know, talk, work, raising the family. Right. You know, watching TV, mm-hmm. like, you know, have, having dinner with their significant other, you know, mm-hmm. whatever else significant others do together in their alone time. <laughs> right. Um, like that's, you know, that's that's the way they're going through life. But then, mm-hmm. you know, these. So the the conversation is being dictated by, you know, for for lack of a better word, you know, these these people who are just sitting at home with nothing better to do, mm-hmm. and they're probably pretty pissed off about the way that their life's going. So yeah, the vocal minority getting, yeah. versus yeah, the so they're, so they're yeah. getting on social media and trying to project their insecurities on other people, mm-hmm. and now you know, all of a sudden, there now now there's this narrative of like, you know, this like massive just massive massive like anti-gay you know anti-minority like anti whatever like mm-hmm. um like there, there, there's the sorry that, that wasn't very articulate there's a perception <laughs> uh-huh. that like america is this like evil oppressive dirty horrible place where you know black kids are getting shot by police officers every other day. And, you know, like, um, if you're a gay person, you can't walk down the street without being, you know, beaten up or, you know, like things like that, like Mm -hmm. fear tactics, right? Like trying to like scare people into being, you know, into being offended or into, you know, join a movement when like the factually, that's that just couldn't be further from the truth. Well, America's I mean, the, we been, shouldn't say that there aren't safer. Yeah, no, I, uh, and we're we're yes, we, it has never been safer, and we're becoming a safer nation. But we shouldn't we shouldn't say that there aren't problems there to address. Um, and I, that's not what you're saying, but I I just want to be clear on that. Yeah, I'm not saying that there's not problems. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm saying are is that there's much bigger problems that we should be worried about. But when it's easy to kind of fit yourself into one of these, like, you know, one of these, yeah, yeah, one of these little camps of people Mm -hmm. that like, you know, where you can identify as an oppressed group and, you know, Christians are doing it now, right? By Uh saying like, oh, there's a war on Christmas, right? Right. So they're trying to seek offense from people, right? Right. You know, white people are trying to do it now too, right? Mm -hmm. Where like, they're trying to say like, oh, you know, like there's a war on white America or like, Uh you know. I don't want to say like they're stealing our privilege like that. I don't think that that's uh, first of all, I don't, you know, I, I don't want to spoil, I don't want to spoil the privilege episode, but yeah. I don't really think that white people have privilege, at least not anymore. Um, I think it's real, more of a class thing, but like, you know, at the, at the end of the day, right. It's like, you're, you're going to put yourself into one of these camps, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, the, like, and, you know, say, you know, maybe homosexuality is a camp, right? Maybe mm-hmm. like being, an African-American is a camp. Maybe being a Hispanic is a camp. Maybe mm-hmm. being a Jew is a camp, right? Like, um, <laughs> saying, oh, saying whoa. Jew, Jew camp that out? Isn't, yeah. probably, isn't a good, isn't a good uh, no, look for us. No, man, that's bad. Oh, man. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm joking. Um, I, I don't care. You don't have to edit that out, Jordan. You guys know what I meant, America. Um, you know what I mean? Let's like people are putting themselves into these camps and then it's like, you're trying to like seek offense. Like you're trying to seek out being offended so that you can get like the Twitter mob on your side. Right. Because people are always going to want to like, if there's like a, a point, like a picture being told 
a, a story being told of oppression, mm-hmm. nobody's going to want to identify with the oppressors. Right. right? Exactly. No, exactly. No one's going to no one's going to want to jump in and say, like, yeah, you you keep oppressing those minorities, guys, uh-huh. you know, right. Stay on the right. Tra- so, you know what I mean? So it's like if there's like a if there's like a narrative of oppression going on, right, like people people are obviously if you know in a vacuum mm-hmm. people are you know get behind the the oppressed people right because mm-hmm. no one no one wants to see people being oppressed mm-hmm. right no one wants to see people being like victimized for the color of their skin or for their religious beliefs or mm-hmm. you know for their sexual orientation or anything right. i don't want to say no one does because obviously some people do yeah Otherwise, definitely happen, yeah uh-huh. but, um you know the vast majority of people in 2019 that we're now in 2019 congrats um, we made it first like, it's so weird it is yeah sorry, sorry to go off here isn't it weird <laughs> every time there's a new year it's yeah it's weird i know it always feels weird i don't know something feels different about 2019 though feels i feel like, like a, i feel like i feel like that every year though no i i don't honestly like it, in 2018 i was kind of like yeah i mean trump's president it's kind of weird Mm-hmm. like we're living in a simulation basically yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that was kind of like how i felt going in uh-huh. um but i don't know i feel i kind of feel like there's a uh a bit of an awakening going on yeah i hope like so over- yeah i mean our listeners are you know yeah increasing week by week so it's true it's true keep sharing this with your friends everybody sure, we really please. appreciate it yeah and um, i think this is it's if you want did you want to make a final point i think it's about time to wrap up probably Oh, are we at an hour? We're we're Where's getting you? there. We're getting there. Um, I have, yeah. If you want to make some yeah, final yeah. points, we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll wrap up. Um, anyway, so I I totally forgot where I was before that. I have no <laughs> idea. Yeah. Um. Oh, I was just talking about how like yeah, everyone's everyone's always going to want to identify with the oppressed group or like right. get behind the oppressed group, uh-huh. right? So if you're able to on social media like paint this like picture of yourself being like a victim mm-hmm. everyone's gonna want to like stand behind you yeah stand behind you right like we saw it with um we saw it with like the whole social media or the whole um kavanaugh thing mm-hmm. right so the brett kavanaugh hearings right women are one of like the driving factors of this like social movement the social justice warrior movement right like there's a war or you know like women are being oppressed women need equality you know, women like there's a there's a pay gap, yeah, mm-hmm. the, like those kinds of things, right? Like, which there there isn't a pay gap statistically, but is there not? It's just there there's not. No one's paid different wages for the same work. It's just if a woman is less qualified, she gets paid less, and if a woman is taking a lower wage job, she gets paid less. But no one is being paid less for the same amount of work in the same. Like, are you um, sure about that? So, but some of it, some of it also has to do with salary negotiations Mm -hmm. too, right? Like just genetically women are more (laughs) getting into dodgy territory. I know what you're going to say. And there's the argument. It's not necessarily genetically. It it could be culturally. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're right. It is in general though, you know, and it, 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 a big part of it is culturally. Mm -hmm. You're right. Um, but no, a, a big part of it too is genetics, you know, estrogen versus testosterone. Testosterone mm-hmm. makes you aggressive. Mm-hmm. Estrogen makes you more compassionate, right? Mm-hmm. So 
it, you know, it is, it is genetic too. You know, women and men are genetically different. That's mm-hmm. just, you know, there's, there's no denying that. Um, but you know what I mean? So like if you're going into a salary negotiation, you're more likely just gen- like biologically, like it's not like a, I'm not making like a point here. I'm just stating facts that like biologically you know, even based on like the way our culture views women too, has mm-hmm. definitely contributes to it. But, you know, just in a vacuum, if you are a woman, you are more likely to be like more passive in mm-hmm. that salary negotiation, right? So like, is that bad? Yes. Yeah. Is that something yeah. that should be addressed? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem is really, really exaggerated, I think. Um, anyway, <laughs> we <laughs> you called me out and I had to defend myself and now I forgot what I was talking about. Um, oh yeah, no. So women are one of like the groups that are really like driving this. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, ah oh, man, I, I lost, I lost my point. Damn it. I'm sorry. I forgot what I was going to say. Tune in next week to see if Josh remembers his point. <laughs> <laughs> imagine dude no like it's so funny because every time um every time like i we re-listen to these podcasts or like um just like right when like we we end the podcast i always think like oh man i really really wish i brought like this, this i know this, me this, too this, yeah this yeah up. yeah i always do too yeah it's almost like when you're like in school or something and you give a presentation and like you just kind of feel like not rushed but like you have all these things in your head, but then mm-hmm. once you like get out there and start saying it, like you, you just kind of go off. Right. Right. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, damn it, man. That was a really good point that I was going to make. Too, and I can't remember what it was. Women, women are a big factor behind this push. I know. I know. It was like women are a big factor, um, behind like the social justice warrior movement. And I forget where I was going with it. Damn it. Damn it. Oh, 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 the, Kavanaugh. There we go. Whew, uh-huh. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So women are obviously um, a huge part of the social justice warrior movement, right? Like me too. Mm-hmm. Time's up. That mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, you obviously see like how justifiably people like Harvey Weinstein and Bill Cosby have been For demonized sure. on social media. For like, sure. Yeah. If, if you're a man who takes advantage of a woman, Mm-hmm. I think you're evil. I think that you should be in jail longer than a murderer. I think that, you know, you should probably like it to, if we're like using black mirror as like a, the, like the term yeah. society's going, uh-huh. um, like you remember like the episode white bear? Uh, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Spo- yeah. So spoiler, spoiler alert. If you haven't, if you haven't seen the episode, but, um, and you plan to, but basically like long story short, like this woman ends up like being forced to kind of like relive the feeling of her crime, right? Like mm-hmm. how that crime like made the victim feel, mm-hmm. um, like over and over again on a loop, mm-hmm. right? Like I think that that should happen to rapists. Like I think rapists should be forced to like feel simulated rape on loop for eternity. Wow. Wow. Because then we, then people, I mean, I, I, if that was the punishment for rape, Jordan, I, I certainly think we would have a lot less rapists because they would be scared. Right? Maybe. I don't know. I nah, think it's definitely there's some genetics that go into it, too. And most people. Who I think, are, yeah, I think there's most people who are rapists are also victims of sexual abuse themselves. Yeah, I, I was I was trying to make a joke. And <laughs> it got lost. 
that's not actually how I feel. I mean, it kind of is. I think. I, I mean, I, 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 I get. Yeah, no, it. It. I. I. Um. I understand the. Ang- I mean, I. Yeah, that shit makes me really angry. Um. So right. So Jordan, that's the point I'm making. Right? Mm-hmm. Is rape and sexual abuse and sexual assault and harassment are things that make people really angry. Mm-hmm. Right. So when people like Christine Ford and the other people who accuse Brett Kavanaugh of raping them get like see this guy being nominated on the Supreme Court think here's an easy way for me to cash in lie say that he was that they that he raped them get on TV start a GoFundMe account to fund the fucking expansion of your house that you filed for a week before you started doing this you write a fucking book tour like like you write a book go on a huge book tour meanwhile you know you go to congress testify cry get you know all the social media all the all the social justice warriors behind you meanwhile you're not filing any criminal charges so i don't you know i don't see why you're going to dig up all this stuff if it's real and a lot of these people admitted to lying after the fact some of these people are being charged I, right. I, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't know that she was lying in particular. Um, I mean, I, I, I get what you're saying. Um, I think it's there fishy. is a danger. It's there, really fishy. Jordan. It's, it's fi- a dangerous game to say she was lying. Uh-huh. But like, if you look at it objectively, this woman filed for an expansion on her house a week before she came out with all of this stuff. Like she, um, and this is just Ford specifically, who's like the, the probably the most credible one like the other people admitted to lying and are being charged federally for mm-hmm. it now uh, but like even this woman like she you know is getting paid off a book for it and there's no statute of limitations in maryland so it's like I, you know i get the argument that like you wouldn't want to pr- go through a court case if mm-hmm. there's no you know if there's no real legal recourse for you uh-huh. but like what if there's if you don't want to bring it up then don't bring it up you know, like I and, and I get there's also an argument to be made where it's like, oh, he was going to be confirmed to the Supreme Court. I yeah. really just like I had to do something. I yeah. had to speak my truth. Yeah. But like, come on. Like you if, if, if you feel that strongly that he shouldn't be on the Supreme Court, then go to the police station and file file a police report. I don't know, man. Have I mean, maybe. Yeah, pro- maybe probably that should have happened. I don't know, though. It I think it's you're right, though. It, it's a huge thing to relive that in a court case. Right. Like that was traumatic for her reliving it in, you know, the, just for the, for Congress, you know what I mean? Um, and I, you know, there's so much, Could have been traumatic. I, I think probably it was, um, I, you know, I don't know. I think they, they could have looked into it a lot more than they did. Um, cause there's some key witnesses that they didn't talk to you. Um, and that's really not cool either. Um, you know, I mean, I, I can't say that I know for sure either way, um, I think it really should have been much further investigated, but I get your point in that there is danger behind that. And, um, you know, because it does open a, open a door for, um, you know, attention seeking people. Um, so yeah, we- exactly. So the problem with the problem that I had with that was it wasn't even the, I mean, a def- definitely a big part of it was these people trying to profit off of it like trying to make up a story or you know embellish a story to try to get like personal gain to try to like launch their own launch their own careers or just get money from people like they got millions and millions of dollars in donations on their gofundmes Mm -hmm. that were 
really that's really just a blank check to do whatever the fuck you want mm-hmm. like and a lot of these people went on like extravagant vacations with it and stuff which mm-hmm. like um the to me the bigger problem is like that money right like how much like you know like it just seems like such a shallow way to um to voice like your your support for women is to like get behind them like why don't you go down to a women's shelter why don't you donate to your local women's shelter right like why you know, like why are you going to give that money to somebody who <clears throat> for lack of a better word doesn't need it mm-hmm. right why like like there's just better ways to allocate that money so i think it's like it's just because they wanted to feel like they were part of the me too movement you know what i mean they wanted to take a screenshot just donated to dr ford's gofundme page and get a thousand likes yeah i think that's dangerous i think saying people shouldn't donate if if it's important to them though is is not like but I, i'm saying the reason it's important to them jordan isn't that it's important to them it's that the recognition is important to them but it, you know what i, I don't mean? think that's necessarily always the case i think often yes but i think you know i don't know if you're a victim of sexual abuse right and you identify with this case right you want something to be done about it right so you're going to contribute um and you're going to do it just because it's important to you you know what i'm saying like Yes, there are people who did it because they wanted to, um, you know, look cool and say, yeah, I'm supporting the Me Too movement. Look at me. I'm so awesome. But I think that's not, I don't know. I think I think saying that everyone who supported that was. Yeah. No, every anytime you say everyone, it's mm-hmm. obviously an overgeneralization. Right. But I mean, I, I would go so far as to say it's probably the majority of people. I don't know. Probably even the strong majority of people. And like. No one talks about the other side of the victimization in this issue. Like no one call no one calls Kavanaugh a victim, but like this dude, this dude's family was getting death threats daily. Mm-hmm. Like his address, his phone number were exposed. Yeah. He had you know like fake. No, and that's also not okay. And stuff, yeah, and it's like and it's like that's you're you're you know what I mean? Like think about how broken that is. Like you are against someone being sexually harassed, so you're gonna go right like write a letter with a fake bomb saying i'm gonna murder your wife and children right no of course that's that's horrible that's absolutely abhorrent (laughs) yeah 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 no i'm not at all condoning that um but i don't know i'm I'm, but what i'm saying though is it's not it's not like everyone who supported that campaign you know i you know i i personally think that she was probably telling the truth um i supported that i really followed that case um, mm-hmm. I never posted anything on social media about it. Um, you know, I talked to some friends about it, but I, I wasn't really looking for, for, you know, affirmation of people saying like, good job, Jordan. Um, you know, uh, you well, know, I, you're one of the, you're one of the few, um, maybe, I don't nah, know. I mean, I, I agree. And like, I don't know if you ever saw the video of Kavanaugh, like for lack of a better word, manhandling his wife. Uh huh. But like it, if if you haven't seen the video, guys, like he basically like he was at like a press conference or something and he was just really like grappy with his wife and it was awkward. Um, so like, I mean, just based on that one interaction, I wouldn't be surprised if like some of like the weird gross stuff that he's done in the past is true. Um, but I think that what's more dangerous is people's reaction to it. Right. Like people like that. That that's the point that I'm trying to make here. Like, obviously, I said all that stuff about um, 
<laughs> about Dr. Ford, and I, I did mean it, but I don't want my point to get lost in, you know, what you're going to mm-hmm. say is me asserting my white male privilege. But <laughs> yeah, like, and I know I'm not trying to call you an asshole because I know that you are, you know, taking a critical look at it and that's your own personal assessment of it and that you're not, um, you know, you're not against uh, women's rights or, you know, you, and you support women who have been sexually assaulted, right? Um, I, I know. Do you want to hear a joke? Do I? I don't know. <laughs> women's rights. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's just like a middle school thing. Uh-huh. I always love to say. Anyway, now you were saying. Um, now I lost my train of thought. Um, my bad. No, it's just, just saying that I know you're not, an, you know, you, we see differently on this point, And a lot of people would be triggered by, you know, what you said and mm-hmm. would immediately call you an asshole. Um, Good. I, <laughs> I welcome it because I, I would just turn it around on them. Because I'm I'm not being an asshole. That's I, what I'm I saying. Think. Is you're not. That's what I'm saying. Is you're not being an asshole, right? Um, and I think that's the point of having a discussion instead of an argument. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, so that's what that's what we're doing here, and that's what I want to model. So I'm glad we had this, um, you know, a little discussion here. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, I know we wanted to wrap up like 20 minutes ago, we so did. we probably should. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, my closing thoughts are just I, I i don't want to say don't get angry mm-hmm. because it's you you're allowed to be angry of course yeah you yeah. should like feel your feelings right if you're angry be yeah. angry but like if you follow me on twitter i'm the angriest person uh-huh. on twitter. like I, I i need to like delete twitter i think for 2019 that should be my resolution <laughs> um but like i don't know just before think just think before you jump into a social movement Mm -hmm. you know what i mean right make sure you're really critically thinking right you're not just jumping on some bandwagon right um you know if if that's exactly if you're saying exactly how you feel and and you know that it's it's because of you know what you've assessed and determined right then speak out and give people the benefit of of thinking that they also have um you know done their research right and talk to them as if they have um, mm-hmm. and if they haven't, that'll become apparent, you know, exactly. And you'll be able to educate them and right. maybe, oh my God, maybe if you have a civil conversation with somebody and you're able to present a compelling argument, maybe they're going to come to your side right. instead of just yelling at, at right. each other and getting, exactly. dug dig, getting dug deeper into your trenches. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I mean, one other recommendation that I wanted to make too, just to you know close up here too, mm-hmm. is like if, um, if you ever see something that really pisses you off, right? Like if you ever see, you know, a story about like, you know, a Supreme court nominee potentially raping women, or you see a story about like, you know, Harvey Weinstein doing stuff and, or, you know, not to keep using that as like a, as a thing, but you know what I mean? Like if Mm -hmm. you see something that pisses you off rather than jumping into like the mainstream, you know, oh, I'm going to donate to Dr. Ford's GoFundMe. You know, it was like I said before, like, do something that's really going to go and make a difference in your community, right? So, like, if you live, you know, in a small town, like, or even a big city, right? Like, donate donate to your local shelters. Like, mm-hmm. they all do really great work. Um, you know, try to become more active in a chair and you know, in a charitable organization. You know, like volunteer at you know, a, like the domestic abuse hotline center and you know try to talk to these women and you know try to make a difference in the community versus 
just you know getting on your platform and being angry mm-hmm. yeah which is kind of what we're doing on this podcast but mm-hmm. it's also we're not we're not just we're, being angry though we're, we're discussing things and yeah. we're talking we're having real discussions it's exactly um and exactly. that's important to do also um thanks for listening guys um you can um listen to us on apple Podcasts, spotify anchor um a lot of other sites um yep Share it with your friends. Give us reviews on those sites. That's always awesome. Subscribe to us. Um, yes. Leave us a comment um, if you think that you know you want to challenge one of our points or you want to bring something up that one of us didn't say. Um, right. Promote some healthy discussion in the comments as well. Um, let's not just yell at each other. Let's have some actual discussion. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And look, if you if you all want, if you all like this podcast, you want it to succeed. Please, please, please give it a rating, you know, give it a like, give it a share on whatever, um, whatever medium you're listening to this on, because those, they use those out, like that's how the algorithm works to promote things. Um, so, you know, if we want to be, if we want to be in, you know, Apple's featured podcast of the week and things like that, you know, you're, you're going to have to do some of the work yourself too. Like you're going to have to help us out. You're going to have to like, you're going to have to share. You're going to have to subscribe. Oh, and by the way, for every listen we get paid. So like share it with your friends. Like even if you just want to like play it on loop a couple times, you know, <laughs> we l- listen mind, to yeah. us like four or five times. We'll get paid every time. So, um, you know, please, please listen. Uh, please share. We really appreciate you for staying with us this far for sure yeah this is an extra long episode yeah Um, but it's you know first one of 2019 for sure all right happy new year everyone love you guys happy merry christmas (laughs) happy holidays